Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit about tempo. Now, tempo is a word that we use uh, uh, quite often to talk about mixing things up with our uh, offense, but I want to give you a few tempo ideas that we use with our offense to make maybe make it a little bit tougher to defend. This is Mark Holcomb of the Football Coaches Corner Podcast. Uh, today, when we think tempo, we think about teams going as fast as they possibly can. And, uh, you know, when we're watching football on TV, we talk about tempo as a weapon uh, to make those defenses maybe play a little bit more plain and a little bit more vanilla. Uh, we often hear things like the faster you go, the harder it is for defenses to align. And it forces them to stay kind of in a, a base defense, blitz a lot less. But we know by watching football over the past couple of years that defenses are catching up with our tempo too. Now, our football program, we have the ability to go fast, uh, slow down, even huddle up in our tempo menu. But I want to share a couple of other tempo ideas uh, that might make your offense a little bit tougher to defend. Uh, the first tempo that uh, I think is a, a struggle would be uh, uh, for defenses to defend would be a jump tempo. Now, this is when you would align in one formation and jump to another. So uh, let's just say you're aligned in a 2-by-2 uh, a two two formation and the quarterback just says jump, jump, and you go to a 3-by-1 tight end set into the boundary. So you know, uh, you know how we do this is we would just say, you know, give the signal for jump into whatever formation we want. So our, we give our, our players the freedom to align wherever they want to prior to the jump. But once we yell jump, we go, you know, we're going to switch as fast as we can and try to, you know, out leverage people. You know, this is a, a, a tempo you can even go uh, unbalanced in. So I think this is, a, you know, a pretty quick. Now, uh, uh, the, the second type of tempo we use, and I'm sure a lot of people use this, but we put a little spin on it, uh, you know, and, and with the rule, some of the rule changes, uh, it's kind of got us a little bit, uh, but we used to use this tempo a lot. This is what we call our mulligan tempo. Uh, this is just, you know, a lot of people call it Xerox or whatever. Run the same play as fast as you can. Now, back before we had the 40-second clock, you know, we would use this uh, tempo a lot, and actually our snap count was the whistle uh, for the officials. So everyone would get set up over the ball. You know, if you uh, obviously now you're having to, you know, we don't have a rule in high school where you're changing players or whatever, but, and they, they set the ball, you know, ready for play as soon as the ball's dead now. So it's a little bit tougher to do this, but, uh, you know, there, there's really no way to get any faster than, you know, on the official's whistle when he sets that ball for play uh, and backs up, we just snap it as soon as you're there. Now, Another tempo we use is what we call flip tempo. Uh, now flip would be the same play, but we're gonna flip it to the opposite side. So let's say we were running three by one to the right and we were running zone left with a bubble, uh, a bubble screen. So if we wanna go flip, uh, you know, you just give the signal for flip. And since flip starts with an F, this is an automatic freeze call. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna flip the formation and go trips to the left and then we're going to flip the tempo. Now, what we do, what we found out is by calling this flip tempo, if you have those, you know, that mulligan type tempo where you're going as fast as you can and, and snapping that ball quick, then with a flip tempo, you're you're kind of giving the same exact, uh, you know, look to the defense. So they're having to get a line quick, get guys moved up, make their calls. But with flip being an automatic freeze call, 
you know, you, you're more often than not, you're going to increase the chances of, of them going off sides. Now, one thing we did learn was when we first did the flip tempo, we would automatically go on two. So our kids kind of struggled a little bit with that part of it. So we decided that flip, we're going to use that freeze tempo, but we're going to go on three. So it was a little bit easier for our kids to remember you know, when we went on three instead of going on two, the chances of our offense communicating and remembering it, and, and they gave each other code words through the, you know, the, the whole thing. You know, we used guys, uh, you know, really simple. Uh, you know, if, if we were going on, uh, you know, freeze tempo, our kids up front would say, hey, what's for dinner, what's for dinner? And some of them, they would say a word that started with an F, so they'd say, hey, fish, fish, fish. So our guys would know that we were freezing or they'd say tuna, 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 so we knew we were going on three. We never went on two. We always went on either first sound on one, all right, and we go on a clap now, or we would go on three, and that was just an easier way for our kids to remember those things. Um, our freeze tempo is kind of like mulligan and kind of like flip, but again, we want to give the, the impression to the defense that we're going to snap the ball as quick as possible and try to draw them off sides. Now, some people use what's called a look tempo, which they're going to the line and really, you know, yeah, ready, ready to go, checking to see what, if they can get into the right play or not. We're we're using our freeze tempo to try to draw the defense off sides. Uh, the first year we did this, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, we we drew the defense off 64 times in a see in a 14 game season. Now, you know, you think about that, that's just like you know, stealing stealing yards, but. One of the things I think you have to do as a coach is you have to be willing to call this on any down and distance. You know, this can't be just be what you do on third and five so you can get yourself in the right play. You've got to be willing to do this after after big plays. You've got to be willing to do this, uh, you know, on first and ten. You've got to be willing to do this on second and one. You know, anytime you can get those free yards. If you're a coach, and I would challenge you to go back and scout yourself and see if you change tempos, you know, See if you're a guy who does it only on third and five or third and three or those really, really critical calls. If you do that, then the other team can pick up really easily if you do that. And I was watching a game yesterday. I think it was Central Florida versus East Carolina, and it was, you know, they got a penalty. It was uh, it was first and 23, and, you know, they're backed up, and they're still tempo, and next one's second and 14. They're still tempo. And so, you know, if tempo is a – you know, if you're one of those guys that just wants to go as fast as you possibly can – you know, I think you need to you need to think about adding a few of these other tempos to make sure that you know you're you're getting a look at the defense, but you're also able to just you know put the pedal down and go as fast as you possibly want to uh, with these tempos. And uh, you know, again, I would I would challenge you to go back and look at some of your video and see when are you freezing? Uh, you know, when are you doing your 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 Xerox or your Mulligan tempo? You know, is it after a big play? Uh, you know, a lot of people would just get a big play and go straight back to it and get on it again. Uh, the last tempo I want to talk about to you is what we call our huddle tempo. Now, a lot of teams use this, and a lot of teams use this in different ways. You know, this can be, you, you know, your four-minute offense tempo. This could be, uh, you know, we don't use it in that way. We like to to huddle up and then, you know, kind of take our time in the huddle and then bust out of the huddle as quick as possible. Uh, you know, this is... Uh, something we'll use, you know, you, you go back and look at Auburn. They use this for their fire alarms, but we'll use some some unbalanced formations, some crazy formations. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a, a, a trick play out of this, but 
we also, you know, we try to keep our terminology uh, like you guys, I'm sure, uh, you know, as limited as possible. But the huddle tempo gives you the ability to go into the huddle. And if you've got, maybe you got a wordy player, you got a trick play that requires, you know, people to remind each other uh, of what they're doing. You know, this can be something where you can, you know, run somebody in uh, to, to give the play. You can signal the play to the quarterback and the quarterback can have a wristband. You know, you could maybe have, you know, 10 plays on the wristband that, uh, you know, might change each week. And this might just be something that you might say, okay, we're going to tackle over here into the boundary and we're going to run, you know, outside zone. or We're going to run quarterback sweep into the boundary. Uh, so this gives you a chance, I think, to to get all your guys on the same page and then turn around and bust that out as quick as possible. Now, with our huddle tempo, we've done this a couple of different ways. We've left our receivers out, uh, split, and them out of the huddle. And so when we do that, now we just try to use, you know, formations where we go unbalanced and we might leave the tight end on the backside uncovered and try to throw the football to the tight end that way. Or we've went tackle over and tried to create, you know, a four-man surface uh, with a tight end and two tackles, uh, you know, or we've we've come out in wildcat and, you know, taking the quarterback and spreading him out, uh, spread him out in the slot uh, and let him run a play. We, we did this a couple times in a – in a state playoff game where we, you know, we broke the huddle, came out, the we were in a Wildcats, so we had our running back taking the snap, the quarterback was in the slot, uh, we ran like an outside zone, flipped it back to the quarterback who threw it, you know, threw a pass, so I think this tempo can be used a lot, you know, my defensive coordinator always, coordinator always says that if he was a head coach, the, the biggest tempo he would use would be the huddle tempo, you know, getting, getting set in the play, not necessarily going as fast as you possibly can, but huddling up, busting out of the huddle as fast as you possibly can so that the defense kind of, you know, slows down. Now, you know, the defenses are getting uh, more used to this type of tempo, I think, as we see teams on TV that are, you know, going more to the one-word defensive calls uh, to get everything lined up. We're seeing a lot more defenses aligned to the formation and make their checks to the formation based on what they see. So, Defenses are obviously catching up with offenses in terms of no huddle, but you know I think if you if you realize that a, a lot of teams still see a lot of uh, reasons for mixing up tempos, and you see teams that are drawing people off sides, you see teams that are running trick plays, you see teams that are going as fast as they possibly can, and then you know slowing things down. So, uh, coaches, I'm sure that you have a lot more ideas about you know ways to change the tempo of your offense, but. Uh, I just wanted to share a couple of the, the things that we've used in the past uh, for our tempo to make uh, you know tempo a little more difficult uh, to get a feel for what we're trying to do using our tempos. And uh, again, I think you know we have to just you know stay as much as we can. If we look back at the the evolution of football, we're going to see that you know offenses jump out in front of defenses, then defenses catch up with offenses. So we've got to figure out uh, a way to as an offensive coach using tempo to make that more of a weapon uh, i'm sure that you guys have plenty of ideas out there uh if you want to i'd love for you to share those ideas uh, i'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast today if you have any other ideas like i said about tempo or about anything that you have or questions that you feel like uh, you know we could help out or maybe just take a shot at answering or discussions you'd like to have you can reach out to us on our twitter which is at fb coaches corner you can email us at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. Uh, I would like for you to invite you to visit our uh, 
our website, which is footballcoachescorner.com, for information about uh, you know all of our podcasts that we've had on there. We've got a couple of free downloads from future, or, for, excuse me, from previous podcasts. Um, we've got our video scout checklist and our game planning templates, which a lot of people are are using. We're getting a lot of you know great feedback about those templates and just helping people you know save time and make things a little bit easier. Got a podcast on there about you know not meeting on the weekends and some of the things that we use about that. So I know some of you are in season right now and some of you are preparing for your upcoming season. So uh, I wish you luck with that. And if there's any way we can help or collaborate with you guys, we'd love to do that. Uh, if this is your first time listening to our podcast, please hit the subscribe button. Leave us a rating or review. Uh, this will help move our podcast up the rankings. And uh, guys, if there's anybody out there that you feel like would uh, you know could, could uh, would be interested in this podcast, we would invite you to share that with anyone. Uh, if you have topics you would like us to cover, I uh, got a couple things in on mail, and we're going to go through back and cover some of those topics again. Uh, you know, if there's anything you'd like to see us cover in the future, just let us know through Twitter or email, and uh, we'll be glad to get to those topics. Uh, if you've ever done a podcast, you know that there's some, sometimes there, you know, especially if you're not playing like we are, it's uh, it's it's tough to always have something to talk about, but we'd love to have some of you guys that are listening on as a guest. If, you know, there's no no experience needed, you just uh, email us or hit us up through Twitter, and we'll, uh, we'll get you on the podcast, and we'll, you know, just talk through a, a phone interview and talk about any of the things that you're interested in, because I'm sure if it's a, uh, a topic you're interested in that our, our, our listeners will be interested in that too. So uh, thanks again for listening to our uh, podcast coaches. And until next time, continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.